friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Reading Bug, and I'm thrilled to be back and to announce a new sponsor for this episode of Reading Bug Adventures. Scholastic, creators of great books for kids of all ages, including the new middle grade novel, Lila and Hadley, by New York Times bestselling author Cody Keplinger. Please join me in supporting Scholastic by purchasing Lila and Hadley and thousands of other great titles from Scholastic at thereadingbug.com or at your local independent bookstore. Hi, reader. It's finally time to start Season 5 of Reading Bug Adventures, and I couldn't be more excited. Of course, things are different for all of us right now. Some of you are home from school, and you know what? We're home, too. That means, just like you might be doing your schoolwork differently, we're writing, recording, and producing our podcast a little differently right now, too. For example, we recorded this entire episode from our home using a website called Zencaster, who graciously lifted their recording limits for everyone through June so that podcasters like us can continue to record while staying healthy and safe. Thanks so much to Zencaster. We're going to try to get all of our episodes out on time this season, like we have in the past. But since each episode takes a lot of work from a lot of people, and since all those people are working through changes too, our schedule might need to change a little bit sometimes. Like some of your schools, our bookstore is also closed right now. So we've made a lot of adjustments to make sure we can continue shipping special orders and care packages ordered through our website at thereadingbug.com. And we're also still shipping our Reading Bug Box subscription boxes. Just like you, we're uncertain about some of the changes around us and when they might change back. But what I'm certain about is that adventuring, singing, and spending time with you makes me smile. And so I'm really looking forward to an all-new adventure together today. Thank you to Resonate Recordings, who mixes and masters every Reading Bug Adventures episode. To our sponsors and to all of you. And a big thanks and hello to our newest patrons, Elena, Hera, Hallie, and Henrik from Arizona and Adeline and Nathan from California. You're part of what makes Reading Bug Adventures podcast possible. To become a patron and support our work, visit patreon.com slash readingbugadventures. I also want to say a special hello to our friend Harper from Arizona. She's saying when you're a reader, you're a leader at her kindergarten talent show this year. You did great, Harper. Okay, reader, I think it's time to find out where today's adventure will be taking us, don't you? Are you ready for an all-new adventure? Then what are we waiting for? Let's fly! It's time for a Reading Bug Adventure! It's a Reading Bug Adventure There's lots of fun in store Just inside our book bag There's new places to explore Grab your crayons and paper And your imaginations too The Reading Bug and I can't wait To share our trip with you Reader, hi! It's so wonderful to see you again. I've really been looking forward to another exciting adventure together. Do you have any guesses where the Reading Bug's magic book bag will be taking us this time? I wonder what the Reading Bug has planned, or where the Reading Bug is, for that matter. Have you seen her? She told me to get in gear and meet her here 
all ready to roll. Whatever that means. But I don't see her. Do you? Check the skies. If she's running late, we should see her flying to meet us any second now. Reader, did you hear that? It didn't sound like the reading bug's flapping wings. But if it wasn't her, then who or what was that? It's not coming from the sky. Is it somewhere on the ground? But where? I've got the need for speed. Oh, look, reader. It is the reading bug. But she's not flying. She's running fast. And right this way. Screech! Ooh-wee, what a ride. Oh, hi, Lauren. Hi, reader. You're here already? You beat me here? Hi, reading bug. Yes, of course. We got here a few minutes ago, and we were just waiting for you. A few minutes? Oh, no. But I was sure I was going to beat you. Did you see how fast I was driving? Driving? Uh, reading bug, I hate to break it to you, but you don't have a car. You were just running. You were fast, for sure, but I think you're actually quite a bit faster when you fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right, Lauren. I was just pretending to drive a race car. Sometimes my imagination can really run wild, can't it? I've been reading so many great books about race cars and racers. But still, I really wanted to win. If I'm ever going to be a successful race car driver, I'm just going to need to figure out how to go even faster. Come on, let's get moving into the book bag so I can learn even more about how to be a great race car driver. <laughs> Whoa, slow down a little, reading bug. Part of the fun of reading is learning new things and letting your imagination carry you away. But what's the rush? We don't even know where we're adventuring yet. Oh yeah, you're right, Lauren. Why don't I tell you some of the books I brought with me in my book bag? And you can guess where we'll be going. Sure. But guess quickly, we really gotta go, go, go! I brought Race Car Rally by Alan Copeland, Becoming a Pro Auto Racer by Dean Miller, and Behind the Scenes Race Cars by Cody Crane. Books about race cars, of course. How exciting. So, are we going to see a car race today, Reading Bug? I've never been to a car race before. Yes, yes, yes! That's right. My magic book bag is going to take us all to a car race. But we'll need to decide on which kind. Which kind? You mean there's different kinds of car races? Oh, yes. There are all kinds of car races. Different kinds of cars, different kinds of racetracks, different distances. The 24 Hours of Le Mans race is a race that lasts an entire 24 hours. There are stock car races with cars that look a lot like the cars you see driving around your house or like the ones your parents have parked in their garage. Cars like Ford Fusions, Dodge Chargers, Chevrolet Impalas, and Toyota Camrys. But in stock car racing, these cars are custom built and have much bigger motors to make them faster than regular cars. There are also Formula One car races. Formula One or F1 cars look a lot more like what you might think a race car would look like. The cars have thin bodies and just one seat for the driver. The wheels of the cars stick out to the side, past the body of the car. There are also drag races with hot rods, 
truck races with monster trucks, go-kart races, and many, many more. The variety of races and racers is part of what makes the sport so much fun to watch. That sounds thrilling. But it sounds like we can only see one race on our adventure today, so what kind of race are we going to go to? Reader, what kind of race or race car do you want to see? It's a really tough decision, but I think I've finally made up my mind. I'd like to see an IndyCar race. IndyCar? What is an IndyCar? IndyCars are like Formula One cars. They look like a real race car, are open wheel, and see only one person, the race car driver, behind the wheel. The IndyCar organization oversees racing contests that are held all over the world. The most famous is the Indy 500. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. I've heard of the Indy 500. It happens every year, right? That's right. It's a 500-mile race that takes place every year in Indianapolis, Indiana, in the United States. So, are we going to the Indy 500 then, Reading Bug? Maybe. That would be fun. But, wait a second. Why are we taking so long? This is a race car adventure after all. We should be racing. I've got all these great books in my book bag. Books like Go Girls Go by Francis Gilbert, Mama Lion Wins the Race by John Muth, and The Princess and the Pit Stop by Tom Engelberger and Dan Santat. And I'm ready to put my pedal to the metal. Let's stop chatting and get going. Hmm. Those are all books about race car drivers who are girls, aren't they, Reading Bug? How exciting! Why don't we take a little more time to decide exactly when or where we want the book bag to take us, though? And we should definitely take a short pause to get our paper and crayons. Reader, did you remember to bring your paper and crayons? Just like the illustrations in our favorite books, pictures are how we can remember and retell the story of our adventures together. I'm sure there will be lots of amazing sights to capture in a car race. So if you need to, you can pause our adventure and get your crayons and paper now. Great! Okay, then. Are you both ready now? Let's ready, set, go, and race to the racetrack. I've never been to a car race before, so this should be so much fun. I'm really excited to learn all about the cars and the drivers, and to maybe even meet a race car driver while we're there. I know you're eager to get going, Reading Bug, but one more thing before we go. How about a little stretch? Actually, that is a pretty good idea, Lauren. I read in Becoming a Pro Auto Racer by Dean Miller that some people think that race car drivers don't need to be athletes, but auto racers need lots and lots of strength and stamina to control the powerful cars they drive and to deal with the very hot temperatures that are common on racetracks. Sounds like we really need to stretch out our bodies and get ready for the races then. Let's all stretch out together. Everybody stand up, unless you're buckled into your car or tucked into your bed, and wiggle your fingers and toes like you're cheering on your favorite race car. Are you wiggling? Great. Now, stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side. Let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. 
great work, everyone. I feel like I've shifted into high gear. I'm all stretched out and ready to race. Me too. Reading bug, reader, let's rev up the magic book bag's engine, and our imaginations, of course, to get us started on our adventure. Let me hear you make sounds like a race car. Ready? One, two, three. Start your engines and get ready to race around the world through time and space. Magic book bag, don't go slow. Put the pedal to the metal and off we'll go. Reader, look, it's working. The magic book bag is getting bigger and bigger, big enough to fit us all inside. And there's pictures, words, and music swirling all around in there from all the books about race cars and racing that the reading bug has been reading. Can you see it? Look, there are enormous racetracks floating around in there. And circling around the tracks are all kinds of cars in all sorts of colors. Red, green, yellow, blue, purple, and orange. There are long skinny cars, wide cars that are close to the ground, small cars barely bigger than the driver, and cars that look like the ones that drive near our homes and schools. I see colorful racing trucks with giant monster wheels and lots of interesting new words like pit crew, grand marshal, aerodynamic, combustion, traction, and inertia. And there are flags of every color, green ones and yellow, red, black, white, and even black and white checkered flags. That green flag means it's time for us to get started. Hurry, hurry, let's go. Hop three times with me, then into the book bag all together. We do not want to be late. Ready? One hop, two hops, three hops, and we're in. Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? Go, go, go! Whoa! Everybody hold on tight! We're going really, really fast! Reader, the book bag is racing quickly along the ground. So fast that I can barely make out the trees and buildings that are zipping by us. I wonder where we'll end up. What kind of racetrack will we see today? And what kind of cars? Will we see any famous race car drivers? The reading bug was in such a hurry to leave, we didn't have time to figure out where or even when we'd be traveling to. Lauren, reader, look up ahead. It's a racetrack. It's an enormous egg-shaped track with cars zooming around and around. Oh no, the race has already started. I told you we needed to hurry up. Come on, book bag, hurry. The reading bug is right. The race has already started. I wonder how long ago. The track is enormous and all around it are bleachers full of cheering people. Can you hear them cheer? And there are more people and trucks in the middle of the racetrack too, with the race cars circling around and around them. Some of those people are cheering too, and others are watching the cars closely, dressed in colorful outfits with patches all over them. And they have helmets on their heads too. They look like race car drivers, but they're not inside the cars that are racing. Who are they and what are they doing? Reading bug, the book bag is about to land. Do you know where we are? What race is this? Reader, can you see what kind of cars are on the racing track? Buckle up, we're coming in fast. Let's hurry up and get to the race. Reading bug, I don't think we're heading for the bleachers. It looks like 
We might be headed right for the middle of the racetrack. Those big race cars are moving really, really fast, and if we land among them, we'll be squashed flat for sure. Everyone, watch out! We landed, and listen, reader, I can hear the cars racing by us. They're really close. But so far, we seem to be okay. Let's hurry out of the book bag and make sure we're out of harm's way. Follow me! Let's go! Where are we, Reading Bug? Look, the race cars are whizzing past us, but we're on another road right next to the track, closer to the center. The cars are so loud, and we're so close. I can smell the rubber of the tires on the track. I don't feel very safe this close to those speeding race cars. We've got to get out of here, and quickly. Hey, hey, get out of the road. Are you crazy? How'd you get down here anyway? Look, Raider, someone is running this way and yelling. He's wearing a blue and black outfit that covers his arms and legs and zips up the middle, tough black boots, and a helmet on his head. It's hard to hear him over the sound of the cars and the roar of the crowd, but I think he wants us to move. Get out of here! You're in danger! Hey! Yeah, you! How did you get down here on Pit Road? Quickly! Follow me! We gotta get you out of here! Now! Reader, Breeding Bug, I think we might be in real danger! Quickly, follow the man in the helmet! He's running back to the side of the road towards several other people who are all dressed in outfits just like his. Let's go! Faster! Faster! Run! What the heck were you thinking? Standing around in the middle of Pit Road? You could have gotten run over! What? I can hardly hear you over all the noise! Hold on! Jim, grab me two helmets! Here, put these helmets on for me! Reader, the man wants us to put on these white helmets. Here, grab one and put it on. Ready? Great! Okay, you two. Can you hear me now? Oh, yes, that's much better. Reader, these helmets must have radios inside them. Hello, I'm Lauren, and this is... It doesn't matter who you are. Are you out of your minds? You could have gotten us all crushed out there. What were you thinking in all my years on pit crews for all kinds of races? I've never seen anyone stand in the middle of pit road like that. How'd you get down here from the bleachers anyway? I'm calling security. I've got to get back to work. No, no. Please don't send us away. We're fans here on a very special visit. Who was that speaking? Oh, that was the reading bug. She crawled up inside my helmet so she can hear and talk with you. I'm Lauren, and this is our reader friend. We didn't mean to pull you away from your work or to cause any trouble. And we certainly didn't mean to put ourselves in danger. The magic book bag brought us here, and the reading bug was in such a rush to get to the race... I'm afraid we didn't give much thought to where we were going or where we might land. Magic book bag? A talking ladybug? I've seen and heard a lot of crazy things on Pit Road before, but your story takes the cake. Pit Road? Well, that's right. My name is Kyle Moyer, and you're right smack in the middle of Pit Road. It's a very dangerous place to be while an IndyCar race like this one is in progress, unless you're a trained member of the pit crew, that is. Lauren, I read in Behind the Scenes Race Cars by Cody Crane that the pit crew is the team that a driver relies on during races to keep the race car running. 
since they often race for many hours and hundreds of miles. The pit crew replaces the car's tires if they need it, and they also make repairs to improve the car's performance, all in a matter of seconds, so the driver can get right back into the car. That's right, Bug. Our crew tries to keep even our longest stops to less than 15 seconds. There's no way a driver can win that race if their pit stops aren't clean and fast. So we play a very important role in every race. You're on the pit crew for one of the drivers? That's right. I'm Danica's crew engineer. Danica? As in Danica Patrick? Are you serious? Completely serious, yeah. Reading bug, who is Danica Patrick? Who is she? Lauren, she's only the most successful woman in the entire history of Formula One racing. Oh, wow! The most successful woman? I didn't even know there was a female racing league. You know, I love watching women's soccer. The U.S. women's national soccer team has won four World Cups and four Olympic gold medals. And the women of the WNBA, United States Women's Professional Basketball, are amazingly athletic and so much fun to watch compete. Is women's car racing like that? There is no women's IndyCar, Lauren. There's not? But... Then how will we see women race car drivers? The bug is right. There is no women's IndyCar. There's just IndyCar. Everyone, men and women, competes together. Yeah, there aren't very many professional women race car drivers. But the amazing women racers throughout history have raced right alongside the men. I just read a book about Janet Guthrie, IndyCar Racing Pioneer, by Barbara Sheen. She says that the Indy 500, which is one of the oldest and most famous car races in the world, didn't let women drivers sit in the press box or work on a pit crew until 1971. Even the wives of the race car drivers weren't allowed on the pit road near the cars. Barbara Sheen says that many of the men involved with IndyCar racing, and even some members of the general public, thought that women were bad drivers who weren't physically or mentally strong enough to race cars. So women weren't allowed in the Indy 500 race until 1977. That's when Janet Guthrie became the first woman to compete. And what an inspiration she was. She placed eighth in 1978, proving that women could compete successfully against the male drivers. And now, racing is one of the only sports where men and women compete against one another. Less than 50 years ago, people thought women couldn't race cars? Really? Girls can do anything that boys can do, can't they, reader? I'm sure glad Janet Guthrie showed them that. Me too. She paved the way for racers like Danica. That's right! And Danica made history of her own. She is the only woman so far to ever win an IndyCar series race. Well, most of your history is correct, little bug. I can see you've been doing your reading. And you're right that Danica is amazing, talented, and successful. But I hate to tell you that she has not won an IndyCar race. No woman has. But that's why we're here, isn't it? I know she's going to get that win someday soon. Racing like she's been lately, Danica will get the checkered flag. Maybe even today. But, Kyle, Danica has won a... Wait. What year is it? Well, it's 2008, of course. It is? 2008? You're sure? Well, of course I'm sure. And where exactly are we? We're on the side of Pit Road on the track of the IndyCar Japan 300. The Japan 300? What's the Japan 300? Lauren... It's the IndyCar race that Danica Patrick won in 2008. We're here at her winning race. Hey, Kyle, what are you doing out there? Come on back to the rest of the crew. 
We're all getting antsy about the race with the track conditions like they are. Who are you talking to over there anyway? That's my cue. I gotta get back to the rest of the team. Nice chatting with you. I'll have the security team get you safely off the track. Wait! Don't leave. I came to race today. I've got a need for speed. <laughs> race? <laughs> I'm afraid that's not going to happen. It takes years and years of training to drive one of these cars. Each of these Indy cars is worth hundreds of thousands and sometimes millions of dollars. But I like you. If you promise to stay out of the way, I'll let you join me and the crew. It's probably easier than getting you back to the stands anyway. This way, follow me. Welcome back, Kyle. We've got a race to win here, in case you forgot. Danica's doing just fine without me. I'll see her when she comes into pit. I've got a good feeling about her today. Who are these two? A uh, new crew, of course. Isn't that right, Lauren? Uh, yeah. We're new crew members. That's right. All right, if you're going to stay, let's get you suited up. Here, take these fire suits like mine. You can slip the fire suit on over your shoes and then zip it right up the middle. Quickly now. Fire suit? They look kind of like the spacesuits that astronauts wear to me. Except spacesuits are usually white. Your suits are blue and black and covered in patches with company logos on them like Go Daddy, Honda, and Motorola. Ha! <laughs> well, you're not wrong when you say that our suits look like spacesuits. Ever since 1975, the International Automobile Federation has required that race car drivers' clothing be flame retardant in order to protect the driver in the event of a fire. That's why they're called fire suits. They used to be really heavy five-layer suits that were very similar to space suits, but now they're made out of a lighter material. The suits have to be able to withstand a temperature of 300 to 400 degrees Celsius, which is hotter than the oven in your kitchen. In 1994, the Federation mandated that pit crew members wear flame-retardant suits, too. We even wear fireproof underwear. Now hurry, get those suits on so we can keep you safe. Reader, let's quickly get into these fire suits, like Kyle said. Step in through the legs like this. Great. Now, pull up the fire suit and put your arms through. And now, zip it right up the middle. Great work. Is there anything else we need to put on? Yes. You're going to need fireproof gloves like the rest of the crew. Here you go. Thanks, Kyle. And you've already got your helmets on, which are really important, too. Not only do they keep the noise of the track out and allow us to talk through the radios inside, they also protect drivers and crew members against head and neck injuries. Reader, we look just like race car drivers. Did you say that the drivers wear helmets just like these, Kyle? Pretty similar, yeah. And do they have radios inside, too? Well, yeah, they do. But that means we can talk to Danica, doesn't it, Kyle? Can she, can she hear us right now? Hi, Danica. I'm a huge, huge fan. <laughs> she doesn't hear everything we're saying, little bug. She's got to focus on her race. We talk to her when we need to, but we try to limit our conversations with her to avoid distracting her. Danica needs to use all her senses to drive that performance vehicle, and she uses her ears to listen to the sound her car is making. They can provide her with important clues about the car's health. Hey, look, here she comes. Car number seven, the blue and black car coming around the corner. Wow, that was really, really fast. She zipped by us in a blink of an eye. Yeah, these cars can fly. IndyCar race cars can go as fast as 230 miles per hour. 
but the average speed in the race is more like 160 miles per hour because drivers have to go slower around the corners of the track to avoid crashing. That's still a whole lot faster than your mom or dad drives, even on the freeway. And they just go around and around the track? Exactly. But they're constantly looking for opportunities to pass other drivers, watching out for dangerous crashes, and making decisions about when to refuel and make repairs. In addition to being very physically demanding, there's a lot of thinking, strategy, and risk-taking involved, too. I read that the Japan 300 track is one and a half miles around. So, if the total race is 300 miles, like the name says, that means the drivers need to make 200 laps around the track, right? Exactly right. And a lot can happen in 200 laps, believe me. So even though Danica's still pretty far off first place, she's got lots of time left. Come on, Danica! Let's go! Hey, Kyle? Is that... Yeah, Danica, what's up? How you feeling out there? That lap looked fast. I don't know. I just can't seem to catch a break today. I'm driving as fast as I can, but I can't break out of the pack. I just don't think it's going to be my day. Castro Neves is having a clean race, and he was first in qualifying and in the pole position. And Kanan looks great, too. He was the fastest during practice, and his car is burning really strong for him. If I can't get around them, we're going to need to wait a little longer before we see a woman in the winner's circle. Hey, don't say that. 300 miles is a long race, and you've got plenty of time to turn it around. Remember, it's not just about going fastest, it's about driving smartest. Relax, take your time, and go, girl, go! Go, girl, go. That's pretty catchy. Go, girl, go. Go, girl, go. Go, girl, go. Go, girl, go. This is your time. Let your confidence shine. Use your heart in your head. Speed to the finish line. It's time to take the lead and pick up speed. Break away from the pack to the end of the track. Go, girl, go! That was catchy. Kyle, who's the new singer on your pit crew? Oh, (laughs) my goodness. I didn't know you could hear me, Danica. I'm Lauren. I'm here today with the reading bug and our reader friend, watching you race and learning from Kyle today. I'm really sorry. I didn't know my microphone was on. I didn't mean to distract you. Not at all. Your song was just what I needed to get my head in the race. I'm coming into the pit now. See you in just a second. And you better make it snappy. Look, Danica's car is coming right toward us. Better stand back a little. We gotta get her in and out of the pit as quickly as possible. And only six of us are allowed over the wall to do things like change tires and refuel. It's a scheduled stop, so just a quick adjustment to the tire pressure and the top off on fuel should do it. Watch closely. And I'll try to tell you what's happening. Wow! Lauren, don't get too close to the car. It's so hot you could toast a grilled cheese sandwich on the hood. I can feel the heat from here. Okay, team, go, go, go! Now watch. The man in the back is lifting the car so the tires can be replaced, and the four men kneeling by the tires are quickly replacing the old tires with new ones. Finally, the man with the hose at the middle of the car, just next to Danica, is refueling, so she's got enough gas for another 50 laps. Look! Lauren, reader! It's Danica Patrick, and she's waving at us! And just like that, we're done. Go, Danica! Go, go! (laughs) Great work, everyone. Well, just under nine seconds. Wow! That sure was fast! How can you make sure the wheels stay on the car when you change them so quickly? Oh, that's a good question, and the answer is... 
lots and lots of practice. <laughs> we practice these pit stops all the time, and my team works with athletic trainers when we're off-season so we can all stay in shape. If we get something wrong, the consequences for our car and the driver could be catastrophic. Oh no! Watch out, Danica! Raider, did you see that? That car just spun into the wall, and Danica had to swerve to get out of the way! Kyle, did you see what happened? Yeah, Mudo took a hard turn into the side rail coming out of the pit. I can't tell if it was a mechanical issue, but it looks like he's okay. That was a close one, but I'm still here. Good job keeping out of that mess. There's still a lot of race left. Wait for your moment, then get your win. Kyle, do you really still think she can win? She's all the way back in eighth place. Sure. And Helio Castroneves, who won this race last year, has been in first place for every one of the 56 laps so far. But that doesn't matter. What matters is who crosses the finish line at the end of the 200th lap. With a bit of patience and grit, Danica definitely still has a chance. I sure hope he's right, Lauren. This race and this win is a really important moment in racing history. Danica has to win. Kyle, why is Danica going so slow? Is something wrong? Nope, no problems. Just a yellow flag on the course, see? They wave that flag when there's a crash or other caution on the track, so more drivers aren't at risk. Once it's cleared, the race will start again, and Danica will resume her shot at making history. Wow, this is all so exciting, and dangerous too. While we wait for the yellow flag to clear, I think it might be a good time for us to pause our adventure. Pause? No, we still haven't been able to race a car, Lauren. I want to drive a race car and win a race. Reading bug, don't be silly. You're much, much too small to drive one of these enormous cars. And besides, the cars are all already racing. We're not going to be able to drive a car, but if we're lucky and Danica is able to pull ahead of all the other drivers, we might be able to see the first woman to ever win an Indy car race. That would be a real thrill. I'm sure she can do it because... When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane, build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. While we continue watching the race with Kyle and the rest of Danica's crew, I'll play some coloring music for you to color to, and we can all draw pictures of what we've seen on our adventure today. Will you draw a picture of a colorful indie race car? Or a picture of the enormous egg-shaped racetrack and the people cheering in the bleachers all around? Whatever you decide to draw, I'm sure it will be incredible. When you finish your illustrations, please share them with me and the Reading Bug on social media at thereadingbug.com. And if you want to read more about Danica Patrick and race cars while you wait for part two of our adventure, check out the books in the Reading Bugs book bag at readingbugadventures.com. I'll play coloring music for us in just a few seconds. Thanks for adventuring with us today, and we'll see you next time. It's a Reading Bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Thank you for joining our adventure today. I'll begin playing coloring music in just a minute. 
And while you get ready to color some beautiful illustrations of all the things we saw and did on our adventure today, I have a few people to thank. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Scholastic, the world's largest publisher and distributor of children's books, connecting educators and families through accessibility, engagement, and expertise. That's right. And today, we're featuring a new Scholastic title by New York Times bestselling author Cody Keplinger, Lila and Hadley. It's a wonderful book, and we're thrilled to recommend it to all of our listeners. It sure is. I've been reading so many diverse books lately, but don't you think children's books need more representation for kids who might be different or going through difficult changes? I sure do, Reading Bug. And Lila and Hadley does such a great job. In the book, Hadley is very angry about a lot of things. Her mom is going to jail, so she has to move in with her older sister, and they haven't spoken in five years. She's also had to leave her friends and school behind, and she's going blind. And Lila is an abandoned dog who spends her days quietly lying around at the local rescue. She doesn't listen to directions, play with other dogs, or show any interest in people, until she meets Hadley. It's a wonderful story about discovering true friendship, finding home, and the possibilities of forgiveness. Lila and Hadley by New York Times bestselling author Cody Keplinger is recommended for ages 8 to 12. And you can get it at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. A big thank you to Scholastic for their support. And thanks to all of our individual sponsors as well. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe Savage, Brandon Savage, Caitlin Savage, and Rob DeCruz. New music by Ross Gruet and me, Lauren Savage. Thanks to Resonate Recordings, who mixes and masters all of our podcast episodes. The Reading Bug is our family-owned, independent children's bookstore in California. And we are passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. Thank you. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got the cure. Three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.